Well, does anybody notice anything different this morning? I have a little lightweight Bible this morning. Now, Don's using the big, thick, hold, hold that up, Don. That's what I usually bring. And that's what I had an entire message prepared from earlier in this week. And Saturday morning, for some reason, I went into my office and I picked up this Bible. It's Jim's. It has his name inscribed on it, and it has the Greek and Hebrew translations of various words throughout it listed in the back. And I thought, I picked it up and I thought, wow, this is really lightweight. This probably weighs less than a pound, where that one probably weighs five pounds, and I'm not kidding. It's really big and heavy. And I looked at it and I thought, you know, I can read it. It's big print, so I like this. I'm going to sit down and read it. So I sat down in the rocking chair in the living room. And I turned to the book of Acts. And immediately the Lord quickened my spirit. This is the message for Sunday. I already had it completed. It's ready to go, except I wanted Audrey to help me fix some of the slides that I had prepared um, to, to move right. But other than that, it was ready to go. And I began reading this, and the Spirit just poured through my heart. And I want you to hear this message this morning. It wasn't a good morning. I had... Um, several, oh goodness, things that um, normally go fairly well go wrong. Messed up my clothes, put on a different dress, went upstairs to brush my teeth after I'd eaten my breakfast, stuck my toothbrush up my nose and got all the, <laughs> all the makeup smeared off of my face. <laughs> had to put my makeup on again. I'm not kidding, I'm telling you the truth. I still have that minty fresh taste in my nose. <laughs> Whatever. But we're going to get through this anyway with all of these issues that we're dealing with today. Just silly stuff, I know. And I'm asking the Lord for the same anointing. And I do feel him here today. Oh, I feel him here today. If you would turn to Acts chapter 4, where you can follow along with me there. I won't be actually reading, reading until later into the, into the chapter. And Lord, I just ask that you anoint this word as you gave it to me, Lord, that it meets the needs of the people in Jesus' name. In chapter 3, Peter and John were speaking to the Jewish leaders. They had prayed for the lame man at Solomon's temple, the porch of Solomon's temple, if you remember. And he was healed. Jesus healed him. And it had a great impact on the people. This is one of the instances that 5,000 people were saved as a result of seeing this tremendous miracle be done in their midst. But the Jewish leaders and the religious leaders were 
angry, and they grabbed Peter and John, and they threw them in prison, and then they called a powwow to see, oh boy, what are we going to do with these people? So the next morning at this big powwow that included, as I said, the religious people as well as the government people, and they said, we have to do something about this. So they brought Peter and John from their jail cell and they interrogated them. And they said in verse seven of chapter four, the leaders demanded to know by what power or by what name have you done these things? And verse eight, Peter being filled with the Holy Ghost addressed them respectfully and he said, verse nine, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means is he made whole? Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified and whom God raised from the dead, even by him, doth this man, this lame man, stand here before you whole today. And Peter goes on and he said, this is the stone by which you builders rejected, but he's become the head stone of the corner and neither is there salvation in any other for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness, verse 13, of Peter and John, and they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled because they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing about it. So they commanded Peter and John to leave the meeting so they could be alone and devise a plan. What can we do? How can we deny this, they said, for a notable miracle has been done and now all of Jerusalem has heard about it. Verse 17, but that it doesn't spread further among the people let us straightly threaten them that they speak not nor teach any more to any man in this name. So they gave this edict to Peter and John. And verse 19, Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, you be the judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing that they could punish them for. Because of all the people, all the men glorified God for what had been done. And now to my message, the disciples call a prayer meeting. And they said, oh God, you who created the heaven and the earth and all that is in them. And you said through your servant David, 
Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? Stop here and think a minute. Do you see some similarities between this story and what we're living right now? I certainly do. Why do the heathen rage and why do the people imagine a vain thing? Why are we being threatened for teaching and preaching in the name of Jesus? And he goes on praying. And the kings and the rulers of this earth stood up against the Lord and against his Christ, the holy child of Jesus, whom you anointed. This is just the first part of the prayer. Now, picking up in verse 29. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness we may speak your word by stretching forth your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Verse 30 says, Here's how, they're going, how we're going to deal with the threatenings. Here's how we're going to deal with what's going on here. Lord, you're going to stretch forth your hand and you're going to perform signs and wonders. And by that, they will see and know that it is by your son, Jesus Christ. And God sealed it with his hand of approval his stamp of approval, he shook the place where they were and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. So they spoke the word with boldness. I'm going to stand here and tell you this morning the Lord has seen our threatenings, He's seen our lockdowns. He's seen our disease that was put upon us by man. He's seen our masks. He's seen the silencing that's been done to the church. He's seen the silencing that, he's been, that has tried to be done to the schools even. But I say now, Lord, like Peter and John, give us the boldness. By the spirit of the living God, give us the boldness. With boldness comes wisdom, of course, to speak your word through the Holy Spirit of God. And Lord, even more, I want to see your hand outstretched to heal the sick. I want to see those signs and wonders done just like God performed in the midst of the disciples and the apostles when they prayed and said, God, you see what's going on here. Give us something to go on. And God performed the works. That's what I'm asking this morning. This will be a short message. If you stand with me, 
I'm going to ask you to pray. I'm going to ask you to ask the Lord, oh God, do this. Stretch out your hand. Stretch out your healing power. Fill me. Start with me, Lord. We sang every song this morning about the presence of the Lord and being with Jesus. This is what it takes to be with Jesus. These rulers recognized that Peter and John had been with Jesus. We're people of Jesus. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to fill us today. And Lord, we want to feel the shaking as well. Right here in Campbell, California. Oh God, not an earthquake that tears down buildings, but the kind of shaking that moves us from the inside out, that allows the Lord to be Jesus in us, like we just sang, in our midst, in our situations, when our grandkids don't do the right thing, when our kids don't do the right thing, when we don't do the right thing, Lord, be Jesus in me. Let your Holy Spirit change me, Lord, and them to become people of Jesus that speak the word with boldness, Oh, Father, we just stand in your presence today. We thank you, Lord, that you've been here with us. But now, Lord, we do want to see your hand stretched forth in our midst. We want to see, Lord Jesus, signs and wonders that you demonstrate among us, oh God, that shows people that we've been with you, that proves your strength and your power before this world, and that cancels out and knocks down every evil plot that's plotted against this body of Christ, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father, we seek your face. We stay upon our knees, Lord. We put our head in, in our hands and we cry and we pray and we say, Oh, God, we cannot do this but your power, your Holy Spirit, Lord, your signs and wonders, your healings, oh, God, will get the job done. And we ask it now, Lord, among us, shake us, Lord, shake our building, Lord, for you, for your power, Lord, to be demonstrated through our lives that people see Jesus in us. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for the word today. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that quickens it to our hearts. Lord, light us on fire with your spirit. Jesus, fill us up. Lord, you sent the Holy Spirit down, but now it's within us as believers and it comes up as a river of living water through us, Lord, and flows out to others in need. Holy, holy Jesus. Oh, Father, we love you today. We want to be obedient to your word, Lord. We want to be obedient to your spirit, oh God. For it is your signs and wonders. 
It's your hand of healing, Lord, that we desire and we need. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, show us your power and your presence, Lord. We ask these things. Oh, God, we desire these things of you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Wonderful, merciful Savior. It is you that we adore, Lord. You are the one. Shakato koso tora maki, iko tora mashiri amosatai. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, we thank you, Lord, for being with us. We thank you, Lord, for stirring our hearts with the Holy Spirit, Lord, to know that we need more of you to speak boldly, Lord, in this time, to speak boldly in the face of evil men, O oh God, because you know where the seat of Satan is, and it is all under your hand of control. And we thank you for it, Jesus. We thank you that we are your children, O oh God, people of Jesus, that the world can recognize you in us. Oh, be with us this week, O oh God. I pray for healing for each one. I pray for protection, O oh God, a blanket of protection upon each one. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah.